Hello, everybody, and welcome to the to-do list. Do you like beautiful views? Do you like really expensive food? <laughs> That's a tough question. <laughs> but um, okay, so recently we went to um, Hudson Yards, which is rather new here in New York City, and um, th there there's a lot to do there, especially as far as shopping and things like that go. And there is restaurants in Hudson Yards that is uh, um, called The Peak, and it is um, fine dining. So, spoiler, the prices are a little bit higher than maybe most would pay. But remember, you are there for the view because it is, I think, 1,100 feet in the air. Yes. So, quite impressive as far as views go because there's one thing about New York City. It is definitely a city of views. Yes. So... With that, if you would like to hear about our experience in the restaurant, restaurant, yes, I could speak, and at the edge, listen ahead, because we'll let you know a little bit about our experience and what to expect. Here we go. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Kimberly, and this is The, the To-Do to List. Hello, everyone. So, yes, we, we have been doing a lot recently. Things are opening here in New York City. They've been opening. But now we're finally partaking in it. And so we've been doing a lot of fun things. And we're reporting back to you. We are, because we promised we, we're finally doing what this podcast was all about. Going out there and trying things and bringing it to you, the listener. And so On a silver platter. <laughs> yes, which is interesting. Yeah, that's why I said it. a silver platter. <laughs> yes. um, we actually tried a restaurant that is new. You know, it was open before the pandemic started, um, and but it wasn't that. It, it was still pretty new at that time, so it had a few time. It had a little while to sit in the corner and think about what it had done right and wrong. So, this is the Peak Restaurant, which is at Thirty Hudson Yards in New yes. York City. So Hudson Yards is rather new. It used to be a train depot, I think, from or where they would like the keep, the, the tracks went they through those keep the tracks through there. Yeah, and they 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 got rid of that, and so they made it. I'm just going to say a rich man's paradise. Ooh la la. Yeah. So basically, this is area because you know new york city doesn't have enough places for rich people is that sarcasm it smells like fish it sure is yes because i i i, I have feelings towards hudson yards I, I i so when you say that the rich people don't have enough places to hang uh, out are you ignoring fifth avenue completely or what oh are you no doing? i'm being sarcastic i know basically but <laughs> the upper east side the upper west side maybe fifth avenue don't northern, forget tribeca northern don't Brooklyn. forget the village don't forget soho williamsburg and then don't forget park slope and guess what in case you don't have enough places for people who have money the city of the haves and the have-nots um, we have Hudson Yards! Yay! Yay! And so this was basically created with nice apartment buildings for people who make a substantial amount of money and then us poor folk can go hang out. Um, well, we're not poor. And they're shopping. Say, I'm just saying we can visit but we can't afford to stay. Was it H&M? Wasn't it a bunch of like... There was R and H&M which surprised me but it basically is like Dior and Chanel and things like that. There was a Swiss watch company too oh, that yeah. was like... Ooh, oh yeah, la, la. you walk in and it really is a lot of expensive name brands. Dylan's Candy Bar. Ooh la la. Okay, well that's not expensive but for candy it's a rip Oh, for candy it's expensive. It's a rip off. Rip off, she <laughs> said. <laughs> so, I, if, you, if, you want, if you want to contact us at Anchor FM I just want to drop this here. Yes. Go check us out you can check out our social media there and if you want to leave us a message i will tell you we can get the same kind of candy online for oh. free or not free 
free. You can't get it for free. Uh, yeah, I, don't I was know why say, I went there where for is that? cheaper than that because honestly, they could also just email us. Uh, we'll yeah, of course we will. So yeah, go check it out. I like we never how, advertise our social media. I like how I'm you're gonna start doing it at the end of every episode. I swear. You do. Day. You do. I like Not how you time, whispered. <laughs> It's almost like you wanted to say, listener, you need to turn up your volume for this. Overpriced! Overpriced. It really is. I've been there. I've been to their other location, and it, it is. It yeah. is, it is. And I mean, you can get the same stuff for half the price elsewhere. But honestly, look, <laughs> you're paying for the fact that it's, you know, an experience in New York City, and it's all there in one place. But pretty much that sums up Hudson Yards. Speaking of overpriced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of Hudson Yards. It kind of sums it up. Uh, uh, Dylan. Oh no, I was uh, trying to do a segue into the peak. Oops. Oh no, 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 no. I, I completely get that, but I just kind of want to explain Hudson Yards a little bit for those who are not from New York City and you in New York are shaking your head going, mm-hmm, unless you live there and you're like, it's not well, so bad. I think it's not also <laughs> meant primarily, you said the rich. I don't know that it's meant for New Yorker New Yorkers because I feel like it's a... No, the apartments and stuff are. The apartments are, but the shopping yeah. I don't know is. And the vessel, that's a tourist destination. Well, I mean, it's not open, but we won't get into that. But, you uh, know... I'm sure it's not open if you have two people or more? No, it's closed oh, down. Oh, it's closed down. You're right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Still closed for for um, circumstances beyond our control. Exactly, it, it's closed for now, and they don't know exactly for how long. You can research that online if you'd like to know more. I'm not bringing this episode down. Um, it's a Debbie Downer, like wah, it, wah, wah. it is, but it's just it's also, in my opinion, an eyesore and shouldn't have been built. But oh, that's just me. I don't like it. That's just me, though. That's I've me. I'm sure when the Empire State Building, Chrysler Building, which I love the Chrysler Building, when they were built, people probably thought they were eyesore too. Interestingly and, enough, you know, I love them. My sister does too. That's her favorite it's New York beautiful city building. Piece. I believe. You gotta love the Art Deco. Shout out to my sister. I love you. I love it. the Art Deco of it all. It's but dramatic. I, but I will say, there's been a lot of new buildings. Because what I didn't yep. realize when I was researching uh, the uh, well the building we were in the top of it i've seen it from mm-hmm. new jersey and i've seen it from brooklyn sure. i didn't realize it's that diamond top yep. it's a diamond top. i didn't yeah a diamond top that should explain everything the whole area everything's done yeah, right th- this episode's done no we're, so, we're done punching out basically <laughs> signing there off is something that a lot of people are visiting and it kind of goes hand in hand and there is the restaurant which is the peak and then attached to it is the edge, and they are two separate things, along with some nightclub that they mm. mentioned. Peekaboo. 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 Of course, the kid, the peak. Peekaboo. And then peek-a-boo. the edge. So if you don't want to eat or go to this club and have some drinks, you can pay a certain amount of money, which I know you have the facts for. Yes. To just see the view. Well, but I also want to clarify in the restaurant you Please mentioned is attached. You can go to the restaurant and not go to the edge. However, the yes. edge is like an observation deck. Uh, what I will say, though, your prices at the restaurant will not be discounted if you choose not to go to the edge that's on that's on y'all well and they said that because surprise we went to the peak um that they said a lot of people don't realize that you can go to the edge for free if you eat there so you know just know (sighs) if you're listening to this and you eat at the peak you are entitled to a free walk around the edge and i could argue you paid for it already Oh, and then some. Yes, you sure did. Um, but that actually is, I will say, a good selling point of it. Oh, I agree. If I didn't get that, I'd be going, okay. But the fact that I got to do that afterwards was worth it, because you normally have to pay for the edge, I think. Yes, you, you go do. To visit it. So I'll, I'll go please there now. with the edges first. Yes, please do. It's basically like, okay, uh, what uh, the Empire State Building used to be, but now it's Top of the Rock? Uh, well, Top of the Rock is one. Yep. The... the uh, Empire State Building is one. There's also one down the by the Tower. Freedom Tower. I, I will say it is 
1,100 feet up in the air. Mm -hmm. It is the highest outdoor sky deck in the Western Hemisphere. I bet you so, Singapore has this beat. It's what, always Singapore. What wooed Camberley in, well, what I felt she loved about it, there was a part of the floor that was called the No, I didn't floor. even know that was there. But then once you were there, you were loving it, weren't you? I wasn't loving it. So what it basically is, is that when you get to this, the edge, and it's where you can see basically all around uh, Brooklyn, New Jersey, and uh, New York City itself. It's just like these glass walls all the way around that gives you this beautiful, unobstructed view. But there's a hole in the ground that has heavy-duty glass, and you can walk on it, and you see straight down. And it's how many feet? Oh, 1,100 feet. 1,100 feet, and you're looking straight down. You are standing on that see-through glass, and you are seeing... Yeah, let me tell you, that was a mind mess, because walking out there, I couldn't do it at first, because you're, you're in your head. Did you I do it for you? You did. I'm scared of heights. I think who's more scared of heights? You, you or me? definitely. Oh, you I am? definitely. But I was out there first. That's the irony. But that's but, why she says I'm going to die because I do stupid things. Like yeah, that. me. I was like, this is not right. My mind was saying, what are you doing, stupid? Don't do it because the whole thing of us is to survive. To you, not me. For me, it, my mind was telling me, you know, you're you're built. Your brain is built to keep you alive. And so some people can overshoot that. Those people who are thrill seekers, they've learned to shut that part of the brain off and just go do things. Okay, my brain is not shut that off. And somebody said, look forward, that'll help. And I agree, it did. It did, but it still was horrifying. Uh, do you it regret was, doing that? No, I don't. And once I did it, I kind of just accepted it. But even when I was sitting on that glass, I kept thinking this could break and I am falling straight down. But it didn't. I know, but I kept thinking I could still die. And, and monkeys might fly out of my butt, but they're not. But they could, maybe. But I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't place my money on that. <laughs> no, and, well, right. what's interesting is the glass. The glass floor. It's called. Don't jump on it because somebody did yeah, shout. Did somebody jump yeah, on it? Yeah, the yes. security guard. I'm like, duh. People jumping on it. You're stupid. Well, I'm just gonna say it. To be fair, I did dance a little bit. Yeah, and I, I was like, you're stupid. I didn't go full on jete, but I did dance a little bit. I didn't get yelled at though. Because Nothing she wasn't problem. there at the moment. Oh, thank goodness. She would whoop your butt. She would have tried to. Pricing. So this is the part that I guess we needed to address. Yeah. Because in reference to the peak, it will clue you in as to uh, how much or how beneficial it would be to go to the peak to get the free admission to the sure. edge. Uh, if you order your tickets online, it is $2 cheaper. So if you... Until uh, and they put the tax... I don't think you know this, these numbers. I haven't told you any of these, have you? Uh, I think I looked it up, okay. so I'm not going to be shocked. That's fine. Well, to go to the edge as a normal human being-ish person, it's 38 bucks. Oh, I That's, thought it was only 25 What a rip-off. No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but to be fair, that's probably on par. With... Just to see oh, well. the view. But if you're a New York resident or a senior citizen, it's $36. Oh, you can save a whole $2 for paying the taxes that you do in New York City. And if you know you, what I'm talking about, If right? you're a child between the ages of 6 and 12. I act like it sometimes. 33 bucks. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I'm that's their out. whole college fund. <laughs> 30, where are they going to college? I don't know. For 33 bucks. Is that a full a full four years or is that per semester? What is that? Tuition books? What are you talking Come on, 33 bucks. And then if you're a child that's under five. Fund for Friday for one hour. If you're a child under five, you're free. Because you're not going to remember the experience anyway because of childhood amnesia. And that is what I studied in psychology. You don't remember your younger years. And you're probably going to annoy everyone around you. Now, that being said, those were the, if you book online, the general admission prices, the on-site, would they charge you $2 more for every 
grouping, whether it be an adult, New York resident, or senior citizen, or kid. They all pay $2 extra. Yeah. What they do have also is the champagne option. So the champagne... <laughs> Because didn't we see a champagne glass sitting around somewhere? I did see a woman drinking champagne. I didn't sure. put the two and two together until we got home and I did the research. Mm-hmm. The champagne option, you get a glass of champagne. Mm-hmm. If you do it beforehand and book online, it's $55. So that means essentially you're paying 17 bucks for that glass of champagne. Which, I mean, you know. Can I bring my own? I, they I have... might check your bag. They did, did they check our bag when we came in? No. I have I don't tons think of heroes bring my own glass and go, oh, I paid for oh, champagne. How did, where did this oh. come from? Oh, oh. And it, premium. No, I don't a, encourage that. Don't they, do it. They also have a premium price point. Oh, no. The pre- oh, yes. Oh, yes. For the premium price point, you get the champagne, mm-hmm. you get the admission, mm-hmm. you get the view, Ooh. you get the glass floor, and yes. you get a personalized photo book. Wow. Ooh. So the he- price on that is 73 bucks. So here's the thing, though, I do want to say with the glass, it yes. is not covered. You can go inside and still see the views inside and yes. walk around. But to get the best view, you have to go outside. You are 1,000 and 1,100 feet up in yes. the air. That's a better way for you to say it. It's, yes. it's, yeah, I'm not good with numbers. So <laughs> even if it's, eight, if it's 80 degrees, this is the best place to be because it's going to be cool because you're up there in the clouds. But honestly, I was freezing my hoo-ha off. Well, you had a dress on too. I did. She she dressed to impress because we were going to the peak. We were going to the peak. Uh, But before we go talk about the peak, what I did want to say though is I'm going to reference what we did not do that a lot of people may be interested in. But as we talked about Camberley and my fear of heights, Mm -hmm. it's I I can't say it's something I'm trying to do in my life. Like, this is where I want to live. It's called The Climb. Yeah. And essentially what it is, is you get to go out there and climb on the building. Yeah. 1,100 feet in the air. It costs... Do you have any idea what this is? I think it was 150. It's 185. Ah. $185. Do you get a free... Do you get to go to on the edge for free after that and walk around? That they didn't specify, but I did look. Uh, yeah, I better be after I did, spending I'm assuming so. I'm assuming And I want so. some champagne. You need to be... But, you have to be above age 13. I looked at the specifications. Check. You need to be above age. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Done. But didn't you just say you act between ages 6 and 12 yeah, so you I can get in? I don't think it counts as the U.S. government. <laughs> oh, fair, fair. So you need to be between 13 and 17. If you're between those ages, you need an adult. With no, you. joke. So you not only pay for your admission, you need to pay their admission for my understanding. Oh my now, if you go on the edge... Or the climb. Not that you would ever go on the climb no, because would you wouldn't. But if I wanted to go with you but just observe, then I'd still have to pay for my admission to go to Give the edge a- to watch you so I could watch you climb. The other thing that I just want to specify for mm-hmm. those people, and this was weird, they notated it this way. They said to do the climb, you need to be between 4.9 feet tall and 6.7 feet tall. Check. Now, I'm assuming when they say 4.9, they mean four feet nine inches. Four, yeah. I would assume. I'm assuming they don't mean that 4.9 because as Americans know the the inches go to 12 inches and a yeah. foot. So it wouldn't be a decimal point. I think that was a notation thing. Yeah. I think they meant that tallest yeah, you sure. could be 6.7. So but if friend, you have questions, you can always call. So your friend who's 7 foot tall could not go on the climb. No. Just saying. And the last thing is there is a maximum weight limit. It's 310 pounds. There you go. So check. Check. On that note. Still so not doing it. Because you're basically yeah. <laughs> walking on the side of the building up like, no, go check it out. I, I mean, I just, do you even get a video of it? I mean, what? Uh, no. They didn't say that. I, well, I know. I'm just saying to me, it's just like, uh, that's really expensive. But you know what? You do you. If you, you, we all have different things that we like and it's it's a thrill seeker thing. So maybe you would really love it. Just know that we will not be reviewing that because neither of us is dropping that. Yeah. Because when she said you may like that, she meant you, the listener, not you, yeah, Noah. Because no, no, now no. she knows... 
I, and I won't judge you if you spend that money because I've spent money on things that people would go, what? So I'm impressed with myself because normally when we talk about heights, I sweat and usually it's my palms. I'm impressed that my palms aren't sweating, but I will say my armpits are sweating. So I am, nice. the heights are scaring me. I, full disclosure, heights. There you go. Don't like them. I'll, I'll do go. them. I did go on the glass. I did go on the glass floor before Camberley. Yes. So the, and you had the option of doing it before you eat or go to the peak or after, but I think you could probably do both if you wanted to because they after you eat dinner, they're not going to care. Well, and to be fair, you don't even have to eat at the peak at all. You could just go to the edge and pay those prices that we mentioned. It's yeah, but call. here's my question. If you go to the bar, is it counted or do you have to have dinner? Or did it say? No, it didn't. It, it didn't say. I didn't see the specification. I think it's just if you go if to a restaurant peak. and yeah. you have some, like, because, but we'll get to that. Well, because truth be told, if you go to the peak when you're exiting, the way to go down into the edge they never checked our admission in any way, shape, or form. They didn't ask us for a receipt for the peak. They didn't check yeah. us in really any way. So theoretically... I think you're just already up there. So yeah, figure... you're good. So if I went to the bar at the peak yeah. and then afterwards want to go on the edge, I honestly don't believe anyone would stop me. if you're paying $24 for a drink like I did, then yeah, you pretty much are allowed to go up there. <laughs> um, you paid $23. Oh, was it $23? It was $23. The panorama was $23. So you stand corrected. I stand corrected. But um, yes, yeah, so it was a special occasion. It's, so this is something that I decided to book. I, it does, I think you could book it like four weeks out, maybe six. So that's something to watch for. The daytime ones are open longer, but the nighttime ones are snapped up. So they open up at 9 a.m. the times. Uh, so just watch that because the times, especially during tourist season, are going to be crazy because nobody wants to go out to the edge in January. And we went on a Sunday night, so the tourism wasn't so crazy. And actually, the peak cleared out a little bit. I have two questions, though, yeah. actually. You said it was a special occasion. Are we saying what the special occasion was? No. I... Well, I'm going to say I was honoring Camberley that night. So we honored her. So yay, Camberley. There you go. That so... was for a second of all. My question is on the Bananarama. Yep. My question is, is that the most expensive drink you've ever bought? No. Okay. I just didn't no, know. No, no. There used to be the aviary, which I loved. Oh, totally overpriced. And they had a drink that was $28. And I did oh, okay. spend on that like an idiot. But I'm impressed you remember that. No, though. yeah, I do. I, I really like the aviary, though it was extremely overpriced. But it's on the top of the Mandarin um, Hotel. Oriental, Oriental Hotel near Columbus Circle. It is no longer. And they put in something that's not nearly as interesting. So there you go. So, <laughs> the peak. The we peak. went there. For a special occasion. So we went there, and honestly, you know, like I said, I had my, uh, please get there on time, a little bit earlier even, and it uh, it's actually very classy in that I feel like the people that they hired, they all had really good um, customer service. They make you feel special. They make you feel that it's definitely high end, which if you like that, and that's why a lot of people do this, is okay, the big reason why everyone goes to the peak is the view. I think that's is, number yes. one. The reason you're doing it is because you want to see the view. I That's why I was doing it. And I'm not going to lie. And so, but it's also fine dining. So basically what I liked was that the people were very attentive. They were very personable. I didn't meet anyone in the staff. I mean, even the person who was filling our water and taking our dishes away, they all were just like really great at customer service. And well... And I think part of it is what energy you give out. Because I, I, I've worked in the service industry in the past, and I yep. do feel as though they, they were nice to us, and we were nice to them. And I think it was a, you know, 
Push pull. Push pull. Exactly. You're going to... Be kind to your rate staff. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Always be kind to your rate staff. Honestly, it is a job that I personally would not be able to do, and so I respect those who can. But um, just because they are paid to treat you well, because it is a high, um, you know, a higher price point um, and a luxury meal, you know, even still, just just be nice. And I guess I'll say this, and it's not about the peak actually at all it's more about the service industry as somebody who has worked in the service industry even though i do need to be nice to you as a server or as somebody in the customer service industry i don't need to be prompt i can always do what i do is make myself hard to find i can make myself scarce also if you're annoying me and you want to be there a long time i could always rush you out i could drop that check if you want drinks quickly i could slow down your drinks i can i'm not saying I'm trying to be punitive. It's just more of a... Uh, I was always taught to treat people like you would treat them exactly. in your own home. And I don't know that I would try to be rude to my host in their own home. And exactly. so therefore, I, I feel it's important. They scratch your back, you scratch theirs. And you're a guest in their home. I, I view the peak as their home. Now, we never had that experience. Our experience no, was great. No, no, it was they were great. Great. What I wanted to address about the view, a little bit about you, because yeah. it was... Uh, you chose this place and the view is part of what drew you yeah. in. Were you disappointed where we were sat? I was very, okay, I was disappointed because um, they asked if it was a special event and, and I told them, yes, there was something going on. And with that being said, we were put right next to the, um, the computer, server stand, the server stand, which is not usually one of the best seats you want to be at. And I was a little bit disappointed. Um, I feel, and they actually sent me a survey afterwards and I said, oh. look, if you're going to ask if it's for a special occasion, I said it would be nice if you took into consideration said special occasion and gave them priority towards a window seat instead of just whoever shows up at whatever time. I said that's something that you could really improve upon because why are you even asking me if you're not going to take it into consideration? I said, though, you know, I, you know, everybody's fighting for those seats. but And people may lie, too, and say, yeah. oh, it's a special occasion. So, you know, I get it, but... Um, it was it was a little disappointing. What I will say though to follow up though is as the course of the night went on, we did see we witnessed this, but also our server let us know that they try to accommodate people. So between courses, between your appetizer and entree, if they can move you to a window I wish seat, I'd known would. that because I would have asked, but whatever. But, we didn't. but I didn't. So so you know, knowledge is power, and we were sharing that knowledge with you, the listener. So. Now so you know. If, if I you... ever go back up, I won't get a seat now because now you all have the magic wand too. So there you. But that's okay. <laughs> that's why we create this podcast. So we're, we're here to share. But yeah, we want we're you to have a window seat. Yeah, we, we want you to enjoy your. We tongue. trust you. Trust us. We will not be at the peak seven days a week. So <laughs> when you're there, I, I I'm not going to do the mathematical odds right now. But let's just say your odds of fighting us for that window seat aren't that good. If I were to go back, I would probably do it in the off-season. When, when you lead tourists aren't here so that I can maybe... The summertime is probably... No, we I, will not be visiting again in the summertime. But, um, so, you know, it, it, it's a beautiful space. You, you the, the, Of course, the scenery is absolutely fantastic. And so, you know, they, they have a, a very limited menu i'd say it's small but that's a good thing you don't want a menu like you go to these diners and they have like 12 pages that tells you that they don't specialize in anything it's more of here you go so what i liked about it is that they have a seasonal menu they also have vegan and which is usually off menu but it's special for the night and they also have gluten-free so they have something for everyone and i really like that but it still was a very intimate um 
menu with you know your standard appetizers and 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 entrees and desserts and sides but that's that's something that i don't like and i don't know if this is normal with fine dining because i'm not a big fine dining kind of gal but um i like a little bit more quirky and um cultural but um you had to pay for your sides uh yes Yes. And it's like, why am I paying for my sides? Give me a damn potatoes. Well, you wanted the side with the meal. There were, well, okay. So <laughs> I'll, I'll just jump to my main Please. course. My main course, I had lamb loin, which was smoked lamb belly with leeks, dates, and walnuts. Mm -hmm. So because there were leeks with the steak, yep. I actually felt like, I'm not saying I had full side, because usually with fine dining the portion sizes aren't the biggest and they i sure feel are. like Kimberly's gonna pick up this ball i'm dropping in front of her. oh i sure am because i had i was looking at the halibut and know that this stuff is seasonal some of it and it was between the halibut because i'm more of a pescatarian though i do eat some chicken here and there um and lobster main lobster main lobster so <laughs> it got smaller shrinkage as it so got shipped in yeah, apparently. It was too cold in that room because there was shrinkage, apparently. And I was shocked. It was um, lobster with a little bit of vegetables, and it was a coconut curry sauce, which was very good, I will say. But the lobster came out, and I was shocked at how small it was. It was almost like a, little, a roll. Like if you go somewhere and you order like a meal and they give you a side roll, that was the size of the lobster and the tiniest lobster claw I have ever seen in my entire life. I didn't even know what it was. It was so small. And then I went, oh, it's the claw. <laughs> if so, I had a quarter for every time. There you go. So I was kind of shocked by the size. I will say the flavor of the, of the sauce curry, was yeah. very good, the curry coconut. Um, the lobster was a little bit uh, tough. So it was, it was a bit overcooked. Um, it shouldn't be chewy like that. Not that it was over overcooked, but it was a slightly overcooked. So though the flavoring was good and it was good, the size was small and it could have um, been cooked a little bit less, but it still was quite tasty. Do you need to say how much you paid for that lobster? I paid $59 for that. Yes. Whereas I paid $53 for my lamb. And would you agree the lamb loin was bigger than your lobster? Yes, it was. Yes. And what I will say, so my method of operation at this establishment was... I was trying to go with the flow. Yes. So normally when I, I like lamb, I'm a sucker for lamb. I, I, it's what I was going to have. Yeah. So I, I knew that as soon as I saw it on the menu. Uh, I was asked how I wanted it. And usually I'm a medium rare kind of guy. Yep. I was told that the chef recommends medium when, when I was asked. So I said, you know what? I'll go with what the chef recommends. Yep. Let, let's go out there. And I will say mine was nicely cooked. It was closer to actually, I felt the medium rare side of things than medium, but it was, it was great. It was yep. well done. I agree with you on portion sizes, but no, mine, it was six dollars cheaper than Camberley's, but it was, it sure was bigger than hers. It and I think, sure was. and and that's when I'm going to jump back to the appetizer. And that's when I think I had a clue about portion sizes. Oh yeah, option. we were already appetizers, and Camberley's a sucker for scallops. I love scallops. I love them. I'm sorry, scallops, but why do you have to be so tasty? <laughs> They're so tasty. I'm sorry. I know. I I, I I could become a pescatarian, and it's not fair. I'm sorry, fishies, but scallops. All of them in general are so tasty. I just love them. But um, I no, love you love scallops. eating them. If you I, truly love them, you would eat them. I know. I love scallops, and so I was like, I want this. I want this as a appetizer. So I'm thinking we're gonna get four. Right. You didn't know when you were, and oh, so no. we. When she told us though. To she be fair. well, she did because after so Camberley ordered first, and mm -hmm. I said to Camberley, "Don't we want an appetizer?" And Camberley said, 
we want the scallops. Scallops. So then I ordered and I didn't say an appetizer. And I was asked, do you want an appetizer? And I said, oh, we're going to share the scallops. Then we were told, there's two. And, and I'm I was like, like yep, yeah, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> you, you were like, yeah, that's fine. Well, if we're going to share them, that means we each get one. And I was like, what? I well, know. to be fair, those scallops are uh, $35 for two. So you're paying $17.50 per scallop, to be fair. Again. Wait, that appetizer was $35? You didn't look. Are you kidding me? No, I'm. I thought it was 15 Is this a receipt right here? Oh, you can, wow. Girl. Are you kidding me? I could go to the store and get a whole you bunch could. for that price. You could. I actually looked at the grocery store recently. I you know. can get 12 for 17 I believe. Are you? kidding me i don't want to lie. did i lie to you 37 so and we're not lying to you listeners we're just being honest i know there's some people who have make a lot of money probably going um what the heck you know some of those people who would laugh at you be like that's no big deal oh i know but there's probably some listening and we're not ripping on you just know that um we come from uh, humble more humble me specifically i came from a very humble background um to the point of maybe poverty so when i see stuff like this i'll go I'll go because I want to see how the other half lived. Well, and to but be it, fair, it's a lot. When Kimberly was researching where to go, you yep. saw some. Like we researched, or you had researched, a sushi place, and one of you saw for a tasting menu for a sushi place. How much was that? Like five hundred bucks, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, we both hesitated that just sure. because you could buy a flight somewhere for that. You could, and so you're just gonna digest it, and it's uh, going out the next day. It's like, it's I was waiting for you to have that one. Classy. Yeah, keeping it classy yeah. all the time. Yeah, um, the scallops. So when I saw they were 35, I mean, I actually didn't even care about the price. I'm looking now. Yeah. It was Kimberly's day. You know, we're focusing. Whatever she wants, we're going to do. I wasn't going to worry about the price. But when the when we were told how, there was only two in the portion, yeah. I was like, okay, then maybe we're going to need another appetizer. Because we were both pretty hungry at that yeah. point. Yeah. So she had recommended the milk bread. Uh, I was leaning more yeah. towards something more fishy, but since she recommended it, I'm like, you know what? Let's go with it. Yes. You're recommending it? So tasty. And that was like $10. That that actually wasn't poorly priced. The no, bread, it's a piece all. of bread, but honestly, I don't think it was poorly pri- priced. There were six servings because it breaks apart yeah. in six pieces. And with the really beautiful butter. And salt. It was salt and butter. salt and honey. It was so good. That was worth the $10. I actually was <laughs> shocked by that. It's $10, girl. I know, but I've seen that in other places. At the aviary, I think it was eight for like a side of bread, so I wasn't sure. Which was smaller, I believe, though. I think the aviary well, is probably the, the chicharrone was like eight bucks, and that thing. I mean, but, but whatever. I mean, honestly, it's not, we're not comparing it to that. It's just yeah. a matter of what That's, you get. We don't get a lot of fine dining, so I can only go off what I know from fine dining. And I would say it's what you get for your money. And so, as yeah. far as the scallops get, I understand scallops are more expensive to make than sure. bread. However, we still felt thirty-five dollars for two scallops is a bit. I feel steep. I guess we'd say for what you got for your main course for fifty nine dollars, yeah. that lobster it was a bit steep. The yeah. lamb, I'm not as mad. I'm not mad about it. I just was like, whoa, when I saw uh, the portion size come out, I was like, uh, it was, I was like, is this the child's menu or? Do I guess I'll say this, and yes. I'm, I'm not trying to say they were price gouging. I would say, do you feel as though the price was excessively inflated? I feel like you were definitely paying for the view and the rent. And so I do feel that I have been to other fine dining in the past and the portion sizers were bigger. In fact, I'm thinking of the place that I love and eventually we're going to review this place. But you know what I'm talking about, the uh, French-African Do you cuisine. want me to say the name? Um, you can go ahead. Le Succulent. Le Succulent. 
it's it's amazing we'll talk about it another time but i've had their scallop dish and i think it had oh, five yeah. of them and it was 28 dollars. okay i'm not sure because you like your scallops yeah it was like and yeah you're that's your whole entree it, it's not a lot but it was 28 dollars for five and it was just oh so delicious and they're well done and then i won't say these scallops they were well they done. were they were cooked wonderful well done. and the flavoring they were excellent but i would have liked to have seen four for that price and that's fair. And but nobody's gonna let me haggle. Well, so. but we, <laughs> all class. Um, I know. But I think part of, and we discussed this. You're paying for the view, and yes, when you yeah. take into account that we can go to the edge, which is normally thirty eight bucks sure. per person. Sure. So then I, I look at it as my final bill for the meal. Yeah. If I subtract thirty eight, that's essentially what I'm paying. Then maybe I'm not so offended there you go and that you that's how you kind of have to 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 look at it um and, and like i said we both had two drinks usually when we go out we tend to top out at three well i'll go four but that's not a good idea for you but um you know that's my limit paying, she you, can't really just reveal my limit my yeah. limit's four i three. i oh you're right because i had four that was our epic epic i i had on new year's eve 2019 going into 2020 i had four and i ruined everything i caused everything in 2020 because <laughs> well, we it wasn't a good it. night it, it was not a good night was i was fine night. with my four but um it was indicative of the year to come and i'm sorry world I, I, I tend to be a bigger drinker than, than he is he tends to be more wine. but we had two drinks and well, i we had two and that's pretty standard and they us. were seasonal yeah. and i want to shout out one that i had it was called the bee's knees it had it dorothy so parker gin lemon pomegranate beet and honeycomb gosh it was and good. that was not 23 dollars. that was 17 dollars. which i didn't think i mean compared because in in manhattan specifically even some bars in brooklyn that could be almost standard yes and honestly i know some people are like 17 bucks i'm like yeah welcome to new york it, um, well it also depends on if you're having a cocktail or a beer they did have an extensive wine list sure and we, a full bar but the thing is it was mixed really well if you're it, just oh, yes. giving me a drink that was 18 dollars and you mix it poopy and you're like here you go and i'm like this is horrid wouldn't the, the correct that, use be poopily if you're mixing it poopily <laughs> <laughs> I'm being grammatically correct with the words yes, poopy. Yes, there you go. <laughs> poopily. If you're being poopily about it, but honestly, it, it was well blended. No, poopy's so, an adjective. I'm being poopy about being a mixed poopily. Okay, there you go. Grammar, so, the grammar, more you know. The more you know. So honestly, I, I if it's well mixed, okay, yes, it, it's, it's a lot. But if you know my love for Blueprint, and I talk about it almost every episode, even if it has nothing to do with anything. Which it does have nothing. We well, talking about visiting Thailand. I'll go, and Blueprint. It's in the same family, though. They're both bar restaurants. Yes, and, and expensive drinks. But, but very different views. Very different views. And but you wouldn't get two scouts for... And, like, one of my favorite drinks at Blueprint is 16 bucks, and that that's in Park Slope. So 17 is not bad. 23, I was raising an eyebrow, too. And that was a Bananarama, but they were really good and strong with... The, the liquor but um, was well ramen. balanced and uh, I, I liked it did you feel bee's knees was strong on liquor no okay i was gonna say you said strong on liquor it was very light so the, to be clear would was if you are into whiskey or stronger like you know rye or bourbon that type of drink that's for you right and i liked it a lot yeah. and and i originally had the bee's knees and Kimberly tasted it but then she ordered that i think you did say <laughs> you didn't put it this way but i'll put it this way yeah. all that money we're paying is going to their baby breath bill Oh, baby's yeah, breath. there's baby breath in it. <laughs> baby's breath. It's very cute. It's very cute. But that's why everything's so high, because they got to spend all that money on baby's breath. <laughs> there, there you go. And there you go. But I will say the bee's knees, I enjoy. It like, was very as far good. It was as very a good. drink. I recommend that. Actually, I it, recommend the Bananarama if you like a stronger drink. But so their nice. menu is seasonal. I do believe she did say, though, that the bee's knees is pretty much the one that's most consistent, because yeah. it's a fan, like a, a customer of favorite. Course. I liked it. 
I felt it wasn't excessively priced compared to other bars I've no, seen in New York not at all, compared actually. to the view. And the, what I liked about the flavor profile was the complexity because yeah. I did get the uh, hints of the pomegranate and hints of the honeycomb at different times. Did you like your other drink? Was it a pina? Colada? It was a colada. Uh, uh, it it colada. wasn't as complex. Yeah. It wasn't as complex. So I did it because I had seen the table next to me and I, I was wooed by the adornment. Sure. By the by the. Um, decorations on it so basically the garnish wooed me in but honestly i i did like the bees knees better that would be the drink i would recommend the last thing i guess i think we should talk about is our dessert because mm -hmm. where would be without dessert sure i had the dark chocolate cremeux which had passion fruit and fior de latte gelato yep. and i it, it, i mean the desserts are like 17 bucks you had what was the egg, which was oh the egg eighteen bucks, so which the, which is ridiculous for dessert. Okay, I, no, I will say it's ridiculous. I mean, okay. at most fine dining places, I find that usually desserts will land between ten, 10 and, and 12. twelve. Yeah, and honestly, seventeen or eighteen bucks for a dessert is absolutely ludicrous, considering it's usually not as complex to make because it's small portions. And it's a lot of sugar and things. So honestly... Yours was a bit of a show, though. It was a show. And honestly, I'd seen pictures. It was absolutely beautiful. The egg is the one that is consistent on the dessert menu. Okay. It is pretty much standard along with the Bee's Knees drink. They are have been there since conception, from my understanding of the menu. I do think the egg was fun. It was absolutely delicious. It was like a mango and a, no chocolate. But it was just... It's like an egg in a bird nest. It's all edible, absolutely delicious. Do I regret it? No. Did you like the taste? I did. Like, it's a little okay. bit sweet. Um, I like less sweet, but it, it was really good. Um, I would bar, uh, barter down to $12, though. So. Okay. And that's, that's right. just me. But, you're, but you just know when you're going into a place like this that you're paying for the rent and the view. And that's the reality of well, it. So just know when you're going in. You're going to be shocked. Look at the menu before you go in. And know that the portion sizes are your standard higher class restaurant um, where they're going to be smaller sizes because it's about the taste profile and not gorging yourself. It's not the country western buffet. And know? what I will say, though, about the desserts is I've been to restaurants where the establishment dropped the ball on the dessert game and that it was more yep. of an afterthought. Uh, as far as the peak went, no. no. I felt the dessert yeah. game was solid. It what was. I also want to say, and this is why I referenced your day, is something for the listener to know, is if it's, I can't speak to anniversaries, but I can speak to birthdays, because you get a free dessert with your birthday. So if you let yes. them know beforehand, we, we Camberley got a free dessert. That being said, would you have ordered the egg if you knew you got a free dessert? No. Okay. So, did you like the food? It's basically a donut with a gelato on the side. Yeah, did it was you fine. It? it was fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, the reason why I ask is just something to know because if if it's your birthday and you're going to be getting one. So, yeah. I don't know that Camberly would have ordered both the egg and her birthday no. dessert if she knew before. And I probably would have just ordered the egg and just done whatever. Yeah. So, that's just something to know beforehand if you're going that you can expect that they're going to do something. And they didn't make a big show of it and make a big deal. So, in a way, they were very respectful about what we wanted. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my thoughts about it. I, I uh, would, would you go back again? Mm, that's what I was going to ask you. I, so, what I will say is this. Essentially, I'm going to be totally transparent about our pricing. Apparently, without tip, we each spent $160 yeah. Yeah. on our meal. So, that's $320 bill. Now, if we minus the $38 admission to the edge from both of ours, mm -hmm. then we each would have paid about $112 before tip. 
more manageable or no? Yeah, I guess. You know, I agree. But I just don't know if the size of the portions, at least for what I ordered, was enough for me. I think I would definitely go back. I would definitely go back. But I think what I would do is go to the bar and I would have drinks and little appetizers. Okay. No, and, and I will say, I feel as though, as far as ordering goes, and this wasn't purposeful, I don't think Camberley knew. Or maybe a brunch. I think brunch is cheaper. So I would definitely do, like, brunch or something. Yeah. But I will say there's something magical about being in the city at night. Like, seeing the view from I the agree. edge of night. I agree. No, that's true. That's so true. it really depends on what you're there for. If you're there for the cuisine or there for the view or a mix of the but two. But the problem is, if you make a reservation and it rains or it snows, you're not going to get the same view. So just know that nature wins. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you may be disappointed if you're dropping that type of money and you don't have a view. It was raining when we started, but then the clouds moved in and out. And it was gorgeous because the clouds added beauty to it. But if it's snowing or foggy, you're kind of... And before we went, overpriced meal with I had mentioned to Kimberly the weather, and I felt she was a little bit nervous about what kind of yeah. view we were going to get. Yeah. And I did you think it was going to be ruined? Uh, it was supposed to rain, so I was like, "It's and, and you're going to be outside, and you're trying to like press your face against the window, trying to see you know glass, something." Yeah. So, you know, there's a, but that's that's just that's how it is with any kind of view. You you know, you're you're taking a gamble. So if you're going for the view, just be aware of that risk you're taking. It's sure. a gamble. Um, especially if you book far enough advance, you have no clue what the weather's going to be. Or if you're a tourist and coming to And you have to, to do it in advance. But it's like five, four or five weeks out. You uh, have to know there's no what if you go to the bar? swapped. You usually book that in advance because it's usually booked up, they said. So. Uh, when I asked, so Kimberly went to the restroom and I did chat up our waitress at yep. one point and said, hey, what about the bar? She said, it's advised or recommended to have a reservation to be at the bar but you don't have to there are times they, that it's the bar and when we left the bar was not full yeah if, i think if you went on a monday or tuesday night even know, sunday night you maybe. know eh, depends sunday, on the time of year people always do the long weekends but honestly if if you go on like a monday in the end of september i think you know it's going to be fine right you know it's and mostly locals and most locals i don't think are going to frequent a place like this no the drinks the drinks are good so your question is would i go back what i will say is unlike camberley i didn't have the portion issue as much yeah. as she did yeah basically everything she ordered we were going to share the scalp so i kind of did sure. but that was off honestly her desires yeah. Uh, if I were to choose something, I would have chosen something else. Yeah. So when I did voice it, my portion sizes weren't as, um, I'll say, obscenely small. Yeah. Or poopily small, however yeah. we want to say it, as yeah. Camerley's were. So I understand where you're coming from because, yes, you were paying more for smaller portions. The drinks were good. I liked my lamb. The dessert, I felt, was good. Was it overpriced? Yes, but not so much. I go, oh, I'm never coming back oh, there. Oh, no, no, no. I so, think the service, no, yeah. Would I go back? The service was great. Yep. The quality of food was good. Sure. Portion sizes, no, they could have been bigger, but I'm not surprised considering yep. what we're paying yep. for the view. So would I be back? I would say it would be something I would do on special occasions. Sure. Uh, it, it's hard for me because there's a number of restaurants that I've been to in New York City where on a special occasion I'd be like, oh, I want to go there. I want to go there. Yep. I want to go there. And there's other places you want to try too. I mean, it's New York City. I mean, new right. restaurants open all the time. So for me, for the peak to win that battle of oh this is where i want to go yeah it's i i don't know i can't say 100 percent yes i'd definitely be back but if i were i i definitely would go to the bar oh and yeah I, I, but i don't know if i would eat beforehand or not i i don't know where i stand on that is no, that fair no that's fair okay that's fair and, and as for me i think um here's the thing when you eat fish 
usually you're going to be penalized a little bit in that it tends to be more spendy than other types of meat so i find that that's usually a problem when you order fish it's just it's just a more spendy protein and so it, it's a tough one but i don't really eat any other types of meat really so it's an uphill battle and you just weren't feeling know, the vegan that night no i don't want vegan i mean there's nothing wrong with vegan sometimes i will i absolutely you know i have no problem with that or vegetarian i have no problem with that but I definitely wanted a protein because I hadn't eaten a lot that day. And honestly, just know if you're like me and you're pescatarian, well, I'm not fully pescatarian, but if you are or you just prefer fish, you're always going to be penalized for that. You're always going to get smaller portions and higher prices. And it did indeed follow that here. That being said, I would definitely go to the bar. I feel like the drinks were very good. Um, it's a, you could, it's an open bar, or not open bar, I wish it was an open bar, but they have a regular full bar, but they have a very small menu of drinks. So basically what they do, and I'm okay with the small menu of cocktails because it means that they've specialized it. Wow. They special <laughs> fireworks all the time, people. Fireworks at 1.30 a.m. Yes, we're giving ourselves away. I told you. It's noisy all the time here. So um, basically they specialize in their cocktails and they do a good job with them. So I would definitely go to the bar and I would probably sample some of their yum-yums and I would get that bread because I really love that bread. That what bread I would also really say good. is if I were a tourist and I were considering going to the edge, I'd probably just go to the peak. Because if I'm going to go to the edge for 38 bucks, I might as well just go to the peak, grab a drink, go down. Grab a drink and grab an appetizer and you basically paid for it. And you get the not, Well, not only that. I mean, if we each get a drink, it's let's just both get bees knees at 34 bucks before we tip essentially we've got half off our admission to the the edge yeah so uh, i mean you're gonna have to tip and there's tax but honestly I, there's I, no way we're gonna get that up to 76 but here's the reality i think once you have a drink you're gonna love the ambiance and want maybe a second one and and, and get a nice appetizer and it's it's a beautiful honestly i'm not ripping on it it's just you have to know what you're getting into and if you're not used to fine dining your new york prices you may be a little bit thrown off so, and i think you know. we both knew it was going to be oh, absolutely pricey. i looked at the menu beforehand uh, we both knew it was going to be a pricey experience i think what was shocking to both was the portion size. Yeah. That was it. What I will also say, and I guess we should mention that about Peekaboo, is Peekaboo is relatively new and it's a late night after hours uh, establishment that's open from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Thursday through Saturday night and they have a DJ. So that's, that's basically a and way during you the can, summer, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be hot. But there you go. You but, can check out the well. It'd be, check out the scene. I mean, maybe make friends. Who knows? Maybe. Well, I don't know. We might make too many friends. But I'm like, it's a. It'd be. I mean, I kind of think it'd be cool to have that kind of view as you're dancing. I, I mean, yeah. We haven't been, so we can't testify to that because we weren't there. I would do it. We weren't Those there. Those are expensive drinks to be dancing and getting drunk off of. I, I, well, but I'm not sure Peekaboo <laughs> has the same drink menu, if that makes no, sense. No, they probably don't, but you know it's for that view that... Oh, well, and that's what you're getting. You're well, not getting a $3 but, beer. <laughs> but to be fair, so, in the Peaks defense... say Milwaukee. Uh, hey, don't hate. Oh, no, um, I'm not. I'm well, saying that's where I want to live my life. But you don't like beer. I don't, but they, I've heard they, in <laughs> Liquor the Midwest, prices, they yes. have, like... Buy two for four dollars. Wisconsin, like, I, I have to give Wisconsin a shout out. Their liquor prices. I mean, you could fall in love with uh, New Yorkers could fall in love with those liquor prices. Uh, my, I my, already have. The credit I want to give to the Peak though is one of the things I did read when I was doing some research after we actually went to the Peak yep. was a lot of people said that fine dining. There are places that do have these high prices with the same portion sure. sizes without that view. So exactly. putting that in perspective, the Peak 
it, it may not be that outrageously priced. You just have to be expecting and know what you're getting for. And, and part of it is we just may not be that classy and we're not used to it. Or we were really hungry. <laughs> like, I, I do really think you got dinged more than I did. Because honestly, I know. well, to be fair, you were stuffed by the end because she had two desserts. Yeah. So yeah. she was stuffed. I mean, it was a filling experience, but yeah, I think you, yeah. Anyway. There you go. You, we both be back. On that note, live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation.